topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show, the home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on in the world of business, technology, and HR. Here's your host, Ira Wolf, and co-host, Keith Campagna. Hey, welcome back, Googleization Nation, and happy December. This is the 47th episode of Geeks, Skeezers, and Googleization this year. Uh, we talked to a ton of people. It's been an amazing year. I uh, was looking for a word that basically describes the guest we've had. Uh, Keith, maybe you can help me on this. And, you know, interesting is certainly an understatement. Uh, provocative, intriguing, controversial, informative. I don't know which one of those fits, but uh, I don't know. What do you think, Keith? Uh, I think a little bit of all of it. Um, really fun conversations. Really, fun. yeah, really that's fun a good conversations. one. Yeah, that's another one. Hey, so uh, while we're trying to figure that out, uh, we we really want to thank all the listeners too. We've got a growing base. Uh, each week, we I, I don't know about you, Keith, but I get, you know, not only do we have more activity on LinkedIn and Twitter, but uh, I get more comments. I get messages from people and more connections of, of how they're enjoying the show. So we really appreciate that, both to the guests and, and everybody that's listening and for spreading the word. Uh, if you're listening live, uh, you can chat with us on W4CY.com. Just go up there. Uh, you can also call us at 561-623-9429 uh, if you have any questions. Uh, if you're uh, basically listening on a podcast, just leave a review or, or go up to Keith or my uh, LinkedIn or Twitter feeds and uh, let us know what you're thinking, what you liked. Let us know what what's your favorite show. Uh, what did you hear? And today, uh, you might want to wait and hold on before you do that because we've got a great topic and a great guest today. we got Benji Gilman from My Interview. He's calling all the way from Israel. I think this is our uh, we, we, our previous global guest was Spain, so now we've got Israel. Uh, can't get much further than that, other than Australia, which is Benji's homeland. Uh, so he'll be joining us shortly. Hold on uh, a sec. Well, who was the woman? Didn't you do a Disrupt HR? Uh, like a virtual Disrupt yeah, HR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, we did that. That was, uh, that was in Belgrade. Czech Republic, yeah, Belgrade. Yeah, Belgrade. Yeah, so that might be equal. To, I, I'm not sure. I'd have to track the tra- track the distance. But uh, okay. yeah, we've had that. And then we had Je- Jeff Gotthelf. Remember, he called in from, uh, he, he's a U.S. citizen, but he lives in Spain. So, nice. At the time. Right. So, yeah. So we're, and we're Italy. We had Italy, too, with, um, I can't think of her name, but that was a fun one as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get to Benji, uh, I want to, there's a big shout out. I want to thank all our listeners who completed the Kind Quiz. Mm. Uh, for those who didn't listen to last week's show or didn't see the kind of the dozens of social media posts uh, we put out there. Uh, the Kind Quiz is a five-minute quiz. It helps identify your social impact profile, uh, as you probably heard or read. Um, or if you didn't, I'm going to let you know. Uh, I came across as generous. Keith, I think you were discerning. Discerning and compassionate. 
Yeah, and I was uh, generous and experimental, so um, definitely complimentary here on what we're doing. But what uh, what's exciting is, uh, based on the results, uh, Aaron Michelson, who was CEO and founder of Summary, uh, that's Summary with an E, uh, they're making a data-driven donation to a nonprofit uh, based on the collective profile of all the listeners who completed it on from Geek Skeezers Googleization. So I didn't get the results yet. I tried to get in contact with Aaron. So, hey, Aaron, I don't know if you're you're listening today, but if you are, call us at 561-623-9429. Let us know what, what uh, where the donations go into. Uh, it's not even the amount. It's just the, the gesture as well. Uh, otherwise, watch for the announcement on LinkedIn and Twitter. But uh, we're really excited. For anybody who still wants to get that profile, go to the Kind Quiz. That's K-I-N-D-Q-U-I-Z, thekindquiz.com forward slash G-G-G. Make sure you do that because that'll uh, that'll keep track of, of where everybody is. And you know Keith, what's you're interesting? Gonna say something. We kept doing it last time, too, with, with Aaron on the show. But it's summary as an S-U-M-M-E-R-Y. I wondered if somebody was going to write S U M M A R E <laughs> based off of the way we said it. Yeah. But it's fantastic software for those HR leaders out there that are trying to figure out ways to assess and move forward with your employees uh, in many different ways. It is a really slick software. Yeah. I mean, you talk about taking, you know, there's so much buzz about culture. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to find people who, who uh, you know, whether it's diversity or inclusion or just we want people with a similar mindset or we want people who are engaged. And so far, it really has been a lot of guesswork. I mean, nothing against all the surveys and all the work that OD people do and, and a lot of consulting companies that do great work. But it's still a bunch of guesswork. And, um, you know, you're in the ROI business these days, Yeah. And, you know, talking about how you can measure the investment, not only of the technology, but of the outcomes. Uh, and that's that's really what uh, Aaron's company was it was doing. That's what Summary's trying to do uh, is through AI is identify, you know, people that are not only on paper a good match, but, um, you know, functionally. A right. good match and and uh, functionally engaged, so that's exciting. Yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned um, you know the the history of HR as it relates to this challenge. I find it somewhat interesting to see how there's all this new technology and a lot of the what what I'll call the older consultants that are pretty set in their ways and they they just essentially go through their they've gotten to a point in their career where they might not feel like they need to make changes. And we've had a couple conversations with, you You know, you get the sense where there's a progressive mindset versus a, you know, kind of a set in mindset versus mindset. a fixed mindset. Yeah. Right, right. And it's amazing. I think technology is such a game changer. I know that's a silly thing to say, but I think when you look at the old school versus the new school, uh, I really think that anyone who sits around in that old school too long is going to be. You know yeah. they're they're gonna wake the up one day. School's got to close. <laughs> yeah, Wait, which yeah, I had a. I think you know um, Brianna Shoko. Do you know? Yeah. You know? Um, so I had I had my interview with her yes um, <clears throat> Monday. Mm. It was, and uh, her new her new podcast is called Not So Millennial Podcast. And yeah. I'll tell you, for a twenty five year old, um, it's you know I, I'm not sure if we we've got it wrong about millennials. Not we, but because I think we have a different viewpoint on millennials. But so many people have a, have it wrong. But you've got to listen to the interview, her interview, because 
uh, her interview with me uh, or my interview with her, but you know, of, of what her background is. And, and uh, she certainly doesn't fit the stereotype. And um, I said, but after the call, I said, I'm not sure I'm, I, she's not so millennial and I'm not so baby boomer. <laughs> so, uh, right. but there's definitely a lot of old school, new school stuff out there. So, Hey, before we, you and I keep talking, uh, you know, I've been harping on how, well, both of us on how bad the Canada experience is mm-hmm. just read another outrageous stat this week from uh, PWC Price Waterhouse that 49% of job offers that are rejected are the result of a bad candidate experience. Um, and then you, you sort of add the 50% of people who never even apply because of a horrible web career site or they can't complete the application and you know it's just bad and companies need to reboot. Um, but on top of that, we also know that the interview uh, is really just the traditional interview. I'm not talking about people who have studied this and recruiters that are, are pretty polished or hiring managers. Um, but, you know, as a rule, uh, the interviews been terribly unreliable. Um, and that's backed by stats. Uh, anybody who, who wants to challenge us uh, can go up and, and, and the, the research has just proven that, that it's just a whole lot. Most interviews aren't better than flipping a coin. Um, because candidates rehearse, managers are, are rushed, they don't have time to prepare, um, you know, and in fact, they're prone to a lot of bias. So today, we've got a guest who's hoping his technology is going to reboot the way we recruit, screen, and hire people. Uh, Benji Gilman is founder of My Interview. Uh, he's combined video interviewing, which has been around for a couple years, but he's combined video interviewing with AI. And it's pretty—it's a pretty amazing story. So, like every other HR technology, um, in addition to disrupting and improving our performance and our ability to get the right people in the right—you uh, know—in the right seat on the right bus, uh, there's a lot of questions about privacy too. When we start talking about AI and natural language language uh, processing and um, facial recognition, so excited to talk about how video and especially video interviewing is disrupting the workplace uh but we'll be talking about that and if it goes too far and therefore i uh, got to bring on benji welcome to the show thank you ira thank you keith great to be here thanks for having all, me. all the way from uh, tel aviv <laughs> so that's it yeah early, that's early nice. evening for you guys uh, mid after uh, early afternoon for us so benji i, I looked at um, a couple of videos and interviews that you had done, and you've got uh, the story of how you got to my interview. It's pretty amazing. So um, why don't you kind of bring everybody up to speed of that? Uh, because I think, uh, isn't your partner, was this a, an idea you had in high school or your partner's from high school, right? That's correct. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so. yeah my, my partner and I were, to, were together in, uh, in a high school, and um, we were applying for jobs ourselves and uh, as you as you are in high school you don't have much of a resume um, it's just the fact that you've uh, been able to wake up every morning and, and go to that school which is uh, which is your only uh, you know real skill or skill or experience and it's very hard for employers to get a, an insight when you're looking for your first job into into who you really are so that was the uh, that was the foundation that we uh, built my interview on is that uh, Candidates and uh, anyone should have the ability to be able to uh, display who they are and uh, and get those critical soft skills across when they apply for jobs. That everyone has a that equal opportunity to put their foot in the door. So you know, based on that, you you know, it the, the traditional process is you go up to a job board, 
you submit a resume or an applic you know fill out an application um, when when did the idea of using video uh, or you know did, is, is that what you did did you submit videos to get some of those early jobs or how, how what was the evolution of, of your of, of your um, you know thought process absolutely so uh, so we started creating little videos that we would uh, shoot out with the raising maze and um, and that was really giving us a, a competitive advantage when we were applying for those jobs so uh, so we decided that you know that there's something in this and that uh, you know this is this is where the world is going um, so we created my interview to, to really um, to cut through that and to change the process so you're not just submitting a resume you can also have the ability to uh, submit a short video um, so we've been doing this for around six years now uh, but the product that we've got live has really been uh, the last three years that we've we've had something that's uh, really cut through the market um, and especially some of the innovations around the insights that we can get from the interviews, um, which even the playing field a, a little bit more as well. So what's, so you, you came up with the idea six years ago, which is a lifetime. I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a generation or two of what it used to be. Um, yes. What changed? I mean, what, what, you know, there's, uh, you know, when you go back to, uh, you know, one of the stories I, I share with people, people say, you know, like something like Uber or Lyft, uh, is is a new concept, and the reality is it's not a new concept. What changed was that we had smartphones and apps and and exactly. bandwidth, and you know it's all those things finally caught up. So if you rolled back the clock six years, um, you know what changed to to make uh, this technology today what it is? Everything. <laughs> okay, so, that's fair. <laughs> so like accessibility to to create videos is is huge. You know, like we now have uh, almost unlimited data plans on our mobile phones. So you know this this wasn't the case back uh, back six years ago. Um, also, the recording and streaming technologies. It was just a is a different game. Um, I mean, now when we see Flash pop up on our uh, on our desktops or on our browsers, we we get the shivers. Um, yeah, I just had that uh, the other day, so I couldn't download something because it said I had a load of flash, and I was like, okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So who's gonna, who's going to spend time downloading something to apply for a job? I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, so this has really been a, a big a big shift um, that's enabled video technology to really come to the forefront of the uh, recruitment process. So does uh, you know? So you're you're working globally. And you know, there's, there's a couple of things. I mean, we'll get into the legal stuff and the privacy stuff later. Have you seen a different level of adaptation? Um, you know, I, again, U.S., uh, North America, Western Europe. Uh, you know, where are you seeing the, the the biggest adaptation for what you're doing? Uh, I I'd say uh, we, we've got we've got customers in uh, I don't know 20 different countries. Um, we've got around 600 customers using the process. We've done 300,000 uh, video interviews have been through through the solution. So uh, I, I couldn't say that one region performs uh, more than the other. Um, but what we have seen over time is the candidate conversion rates improve. Um, and I think that's due to a, to a number of things. Um, external factors such as, you know, people are more comfortable with video and the notion of video and have used video you know, whether it's in their recruitment sphere, where it's in their personal lives, social media, et cetera. 
Um, but we've also had the privilege of, the privilege of, uh, of being uh, around for a couple of years now. So we've been able to, to uh, collect a lot of data of, you know, how to, what, what uh, emails or SMSs do people uh, uh, interact with and engage more that will likely convert them to do a video interview? What uh, interface uh, works the best for people to, you know, have the best experience that they'll complete the interview? How should the questions be displayed? Should it be an app or should it be mobile native? All of these kind of elements we've tracked so that we could create an experience which is going to get us um, higher conversion rates than uh, would have been achieved from just having a you know off-the-shelf video uh, solution and just pulling up your camera and completing an interview. Benji, is there anything with all that data? Was there anything that surprised you because you have such a wide wide line of sight here? Part of the pun. Yes. Uh, anything surprise you? So what we always get asked is, uh, you know, this is great for uh, grad roles or this is great for, you know, millennials or, you know, but we really, we really see a, a, a high conversion rate with, uh, uh, within the uh, more mature demographics as well. It, it's really not exclusive to the younger generation. Um, and, and that's one of the biggest things that, that we've seen, you know, that the amount of middle management roles that, that come through using our software, um, I would say is almost equal to the graduate roles that come through. Um, so that, that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen, um, you know, similar to that, uh, you know, again, you got 300,000 interviews and 600 companies that you're working with. Have, have you seen a, or are candidates adapting this? Are, are they are, are they more willing than the companies, or do you find the companies are are out there too? Because I you know I I don't know if you saw it this morning, Benji. Uh, well, Mar are this morning or this afternoon. Um, yes. I posted a question up on LinkedIn. I was looking for what some of the what some the 2020 trends are. Uh, certainly, video in general is is certainly part of that. Um, but by a few of the responses, I. I I sense that HR technology sees a different set of trends than, or I won't say a different set of trends. Technology is adapting to the trends much faster than a lot of the companies. Um, so when, you know, when I'm looking for trends, I'm looking to say what are companies willing to adapt to versus what's available out there. So by the same question, that's why I'm sort of asking it, do you see a, a wider adaptation by candidates over the companies or you don't know it's an interesting question um and i'd, I'd almost answer it by saying it's a two-way street so um so com so candidates aren't going to complete interviews if they're not seeing who they're who the companies are they're applying for and they're not getting a, a good brand awareness uh for those companies so uh we've we've we very much recommend that companies do videos if they're going to ask a candidate to do videos so that it's a it's a two-way street and it's a bit conversational. Um, we've also really seen that, that these interviews should be should be short. So um, the majority of, of our interviews completed on our platform, it's 80%, are uh, completed in under five minutes. So this isn't a long process, and uh, we've really designed it to be that way because uh, there's a number of reasons. Candidates don't want to be uh, sitting and completing applications on, on uh, whatever it is, psychometric testing, video interviewing, long forms in ATS for 20 right. minutes, half an hour, uh, when, when they don't really have much investment in the, uh, in the company or position yet. 
And, um, and that's true on the other side as well. I mean, employers aren't going to sit down and watch half an hour worth of video uh, if they, uh, you know, they can tell in the first few minutes that the candidate's not, not a good fit for the company. So uh, let's not waste time on either side and let's have something that's mutually beneficial for both parties. So with that being said, uh, do you see, uh, I know we, you and I have talked in the past, so I know your product uh, has a place essentially anywhere. But are you seeing a certain industry catch on to the, the advantage of having my interview and video interviewing as you guys provide it? Um, so, so I'd say the, the spectrum is, is pretty broad. Um, and, you know, you know where, where this technology really sits is, is in high demand roles. So uh, I wouldn't say it's, it's industry exclusive. I'd say it's uh, high demand. So roles which get a lot of applications for their positions, um, where you have a lot of choice as, a, as an employer to be able to choose who you uh, are going to be hiring, um, and, and not so much roles where you're going headhunting or you're getting one or two applications, because um, those, uh, those involve a, a little more work on the other side. Yeah, yeah. So going back to the interview, so you said a couple things here. I'm just, uh, I keep writing down questions. We'll never, never covering them all. So <laughs> you said initially, so in order to, you know, you, you have a lot of research, you have this 300,000 people. What was, what were some of the findings you had? What did, what did you learn? Um, you know, how are people, how, how are people even knowing that they can submit a video resume? Um, you know, I think you mentioned um, you looked at text or email. Um, you know, what are, what are some of the findings you found from your research? So, um, so number one, a, t a text is much better than an email. Uh, that's for sure. E yep. Emails are getting, it's becoming very noisy in, in the email sense and, uh, and people's uh, text messages are becoming lighter and lighter. So, uh, so a text message really cuts through in terms of getting conversions, um, getting conversions that way and reaching out to candidates. Um, we actually initially designed my interview as a, um, as a widget, which means that it was essentially like a button, you know, like on PayPal where you can just, there's a PayPal button that you can click to check out on any mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. online environment. So, uh, so we created this button that's now integrated uh, in a number of different job boards. So, uh, so if, you know, there's a job board partner who uses my interview, it, it might actually even be white labeled. Uh, but essentially a candidate can apply with video when they submit their, their CVs. Um, so this is an element of the product that we've got, um, which allows, you know, candidates to have that ability to, to complete the interviews. Um, we've also tried to make my interview as accessible as possible. Uh, we really believe is that, uh, that everyone should have the opportunity to have this, uh, uh ability to introduce themselves to employers. So, uh, for businesses, we've actually got a, you know, a free forever accounts that they can go and they can use to invite candidates. And we're busy building a candidate engine inside of things that can come on and, and create their own, uh, create their own video portfolios, um, which, uh, which they can design and, and they can share themselves. So we're trying to make it as accessible as possible to, to all parties. So, so if, if, I, if I'm okay. an, if I'm an employer and you know, I'm, I'm intrigued and I want to do this, um, you know, and I've been harping, uh, you know, Keith certainly knows this, but, you know, part of my message is you've got to take the, the standard application screening process down to four or five basic questions, which fits perfectly into this. Um, what, how do I, uh, are, are, 
are the questions pre-recorded for me? I mean, how I assume these interviews aren't necessarily free-forming, or are you know are they? Maybe that's the first question. Do I just go to up sure. and introduce myself, or are these more structured that uh, I'm introducing myself but answering four or five questions? So, um, so this is quite cool. So number one, it, it, it's structured. So there's definitely question answers. Uh, we're not going to put someone in the position where they just have to speak to a camera for two minutes. That's, that's very difficult. Um, it's, uh, it's proper, and this is the right environment where people should be guided by questions. So the current product, which you can use for free, you can go and you can use, choose one of our templates. You can, um, you can create your own templates of structured questions that you feel are suitable for particular roles. Something that we've got in beta, which is, which is interesting, and, and this is touching on the machine learning, um, is interactive interviews. So a candidate is shown a question, and then based on the answer to that question, they are presented with this follow-up question. So, um, and that follow-up question is drawing more information out of the candidate based on the first question. So it becomes conversational in the delivery of question and answers. Um, and that's based on, um, you know, almost like a chatbot would work. You know, when, you, when you're typing a, a response in a chatbot and the chatbot replies. So we're doing the same thing through video and the live transcription technology, which we've developed so that, um, so that we can get the most information out of the candidates and enable them to uh, really shine throughout the interviews. Well, as, as you're saying that, I, I can see a lineup of hiring managers who hate interviewing, uh, you know, saying, oh, good, I can, I can automate this. I can have, I, I can have uh, a robot do it uh, and, uh, you know, and then just watch it. So, I, uh, again, another, another step. I'm, I won't say it's in the right direction, but uh, it, it's certainly a, a, a hopefully progress. Uh, you are listening to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. We've got our guest, uh, f uh, founder of my interview. We got Benji Gilman, all the way from Tel Aviv, Israel. Uh, we're talking about video interviewing and how AI and machine learning uh, is impacting it, and how we're looking at uh, new technologies, uh, another disruption in the world of HR. Uh, we're going to take a short break. We're going to hear from our sponsors, Zord.ai and Success Performance Solutions. So stay right where you are. We'll be right back in two minutes. Imagine how your company would grow if your candidate experience earned a 99% approval rating. Well, to get to 99%, you need the three best letters in recruitment technology, XOR. Zor's text bots, chat bots, and audio bots increased IKEA's candidate conversion rate 455%. Zor decreases candidate drop-off rates, improves your candidate experience, and collects analytics for future strategies. To learn more, check out Zor.ai. That's XOR.ai. Hi everyone, this is Ira Wolf, author of Recruiting in the Age of Googleization. I'm excited to announce that my online course, Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter, is open for business. This course is the culmination of a two-year-long project and releases recruiting tips I've learned after hundreds of hours of research, speaking with thousands of conference attendees, and interviews with dozens of experts. It's all available to you in Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter. To receive more information or get started, visit our website at www.successperformancesolutions.com and click on the tab, Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter.
Hey, welcome back, everyone, and Googleization Nation to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. I'm your host, Ira Wolf, and I'm with Keith Compagna. And our guest today is Benji Gilman from my interview. Uh, Benji's calling in from Tel Aviv, Israel. So, uh, and we've been talking about video interviewing and uh, AI, and uh, we're going to get into some of that. Um, Keith, anything uh, top of mind on your end? I've got a whole bunch of questions. No, here. yeah, no, thanks. I, I, I'm thinking that th there's so much going on with this, right? Uh, you know, I think we kind of were easy on Benji at the beginning here because <laughs> we all know that there's a lot of conversations out there about bias in the recruitment process, biases taking place in the workplace. So it's really interesting to see how such an idea could be a phenomenal tool for those that are in the trenches in the recruitment and talent acquisition world, for candidates that are trying to, you know, get their their names out in front of recruiters. To be candid, I don't know what's harder anymore for a candidate to be in front of a recruiter or a recruiter to find a good candidate. So it's really interesting to see the the combination of these two, and 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 Benji certainly knows a thing or two about it. So I'm. Yeah. So, so there's a couple of things here. Uh, just, and again, there's a lot of people on here that made, you know, we got a lot of HR people, small business owners. Um, they, you know, some of them want to use more technology, want to get more involved. And I've been a big proponent of, of using video from a marketing standpoint of, of engagement, but, uh, you know, using it as part of the hiring and selection process. And, and it's already been used. I mean, people are using, you know, Skype like we're doing today or, you know, Skype and Zoom. And, and there's certainly a lot of, uh, uh, interview platforms out there uh, as well. Uh, but just to share a couple stats with people about how popular video is. I saw this when I right when I was posting something. This this showed up at the top of my feed today. There's one million videos shared per second online. One million videos shared every second online, and 80% of all shared content that is consumed is video. That doesn't necessarily specifically relate to um, the video interviewing, but videoing, video is just becoming sort of that norm media that uh, everybody's familiar with it, everybody knows how to use it. Um, and and so, you know, again, uh, you know, makes perfect sense to be util utilizing it uh, more in the process, especially since we're hiring global. I mean, there's certain positions you have to hire local. If you're in nursing or you have a restaurant or, you know, a hotel, you have to hire people that you have to hire warm bodies. You have to have a body there. Uh, but there's a lot of jobs that just don't need that anymore. And I think uh, as the more technology advances, that's going to change as well. So even even uh, I mentioned healthcare. Uh, I just read where they're talking about putting, um, especially for older populations, which I'm sort of moving into that, but uh, older populations, um, you know, diff very difficult to find CNAs and health aides and home health workers, uh, but they're going to be able to put sensors in the walls, uh, even like wallpaper uh, or paint, and have sensors that will monitor someone's health, and that will uh, be able to engage, you know, either to prompt the individual or prompt a call to an emergency service. 
rather than you know uh, we just bought uh, you know for my my mother and father-in-law we just purchased uh, fall detectors and GPS monitors uh, so when they're out there but they're both in their 90s but soon we won't even need those I mean it's going to be in the walls but when you think about that now you're going to have virtual workers uh, that can monitor that, which means you don't have to hire healthcare workers down the street, uh, and therefore you can hire them anywhere from around the world. And video interviewing is going to become more popular. So, I see nothing but a bright future for you, Benji. Uh, you know, out there, and that changes. And then, uh, you know, even even in the U.S., uh, we're a little bit far behind. But and sometimes when it comes to internet, but five uh, G is is really coming on board, and which That's only it. you know, which only is going to increase that ability and you know improve uh the quality of, of the the latency and everything for the for the interviews um but it we, we certainly we we can't ignore this um uh, because we've talked about the video you you basically introduced machine learning into that because you're capturing a whole lot of data so we're we're talking about facial recognition we're talking about uh uh, natural language processing, uh, which, in, by the way, is you know, years ago when I twenty, when I entered the the, the business world, um, um, well, this business world, the HR consulting business world, thirty almost twenty five years ago, the big thing was NLP, different NLP, mm -hmm. that was neuro linguistic programming, <laughs> and you know, and at the time when they did, they talked about how communication was sixty percent visual, thirty percent um, audio tone and uh, you know tonality, and only ten percent words, um, and so that was why it was difficult in, in an email to uh, which is right. I mean, this is right up what what your whole basis is. You know, if, if you're submitting words and you remove ninety percent of the impact of the ability for us to to truly understand what that you know what that. Uh, what that person means, what's their tone, what's their facial expressions, what's their animation, what's their behavior, uh, are they lying, are they just writing words down? Um, to be able to add that visual and audio component back is huge. Um, but it also then introduces a lot of bias. I can see your color, your ethnicity, your gender. Um, you know, maybe you're not good in front of a camera, uh, and but you don't need to be good in front of a camera to program. So. How do how is all this technology, you know, where where do you stand? I mean, what protections are in place? What 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 concerns do you have, um, you know, with with using AI and again, especially facial recognition, um, NLP um, behind it? Yes, there's a million questions there. I know there's, so, a, mi there's a million <laughs> so questions. So I put out there, and you got 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there, there's so much there's so much depth to this topic and. Uh, and uh, and to be honest, we're we're, we're still at the, the real tip of the iceberg in terms of in terms of what's possible and um, and what we're what we're able to do with this technology. Um, I will say that at my interview, we, we don't use any facial recognition uh, technology or any emotion detection, etc. Um, we played around with it in in our testing, and, and we found that it wasn't. Um, it wasn't where it where it should be yet to be to be implemented into the um, into the actual process for screening. So uh, we've put that on the back burner. Um, and at the moment, we do do NLP, so we do natural language processing, which is um, uh, which is not not that scary a, a topic. It's uh, it's actually quite fair. Uh, if if I if I speak in a particular way. Um, the NLP basically takes my words and says, okay, what, what are these words similar to? So that, um, 
so that I can, uh, you know, if, if I'm looking for keywords like you would in a resume screen, um, it would uh, adjust my language and the way that I speak to those keywords and phrases. So um, it, it's, it's, just, it's just a learning of how people speak and, and, and how different words um, can mean the same thing in, in those screening processes. So, um, so let me just stop you there for a second. But with that, are, are you not, uh, is there not an assessment part of that? I mean, are you evaluating the, you know, what behaviors might be associated with those words? Um, you know, is it, it, it kind of, is, is this a new version of a psychometric assessment? So, so yes, I, I'd say, look, I'd say it's, it's psychometric light. Um, so, so what we're doing is, is uh, we ask a question um, and it might be um, a question around and, and we're tr the answer we're trying to determine is whether someone in, uh, prefers working in a team environment or is more of an individual worker. So we will take those words of what they're saying and, um, and, and then we will interpret it um, to, to go either way. This candidate enjoys being in a team, uh, therefore they will, be, uh, they will thrive in a, in a collaborative environment. Um, as opposed to someone who might answer an interview and they will, uh, um, and their language and, and, and their the actual answer will, will state that they prefer to be very task orientated. They prefer to, uh, to work in their own environment to get a task done and make sure it's perfectly planned. And, um, and that, that's the insight that we get and that's what we can deliver. How, how did you get to that? I mean, how did you get to that data? I mean, is, is it, you know, baseline? I know when other... You know, and again, I've been in the assessment, the psychometric assessment business for, I've used them forever, but I've, I've been in it for 25 years. So, you know, I know a lot of times when they're, when, when you, they build a new assessment, they'll always compare it to another baseline, an established baseline. So you've got 300,000 people within your, within your database, um, but what, how are you comparing their responses? What's it being compared to, to make it valid? Sure. So we we work with uh, with psychometric testing with um, sorry behavioral psychologists uh, when we put together our frameworks. And uh, you're totally correct. It's built off the big five personality traits. Oh, cool. um, is, so that that's how we we structure the the interviews. Um, and uh, and then we tag tag the various interviews within our, within our databases based on those those big five traits. Um, but we also just structure the the interviews in a very um, uh, a very simple manner where where you know you can answer a question and uh, you, you delivered a question and the way that you answer that question will determine whether you mm -hmm. have a preference for this or, or that so it, it's quite simple um, in the analysis that it delivers at the moment um, and, and that that's where we're really sitting and that's 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 where we're really confident in in playing at the moment in terms of our machine learning capabilities. That, that's fascinating because, I, I, again, I mean, I can go back and look at how, you know, my world has evolved over 25 years. I mean, I, I, I've been using the DISC profile for those who are familiar with it, you know, or Myers-Briggs, kind of the four style, um, you know, basis. And um, I mean, I don't use I don't use that exclusively for hiring, but as far as team building and leadership and personal development and so forth. Um, but there are words that each style uses, um, you know, which is yeah. what the basis of what sounds like what you're doing uh, as well. And, you know, and it and it holds up. It's not perfect. Um, no. You know, because people have different learning patterns and education and and we come, you know, we're, we're a global society now. Uh, but uh, we do have our preferences and it's amazing how accurate it is. 
Uh, and, and it's certainly better than, uh, you know, what we traditionally do now is, you know, tell me what your best uh, experience, you know, your worst customer's service experience. And we hire, you know, people based on that, you know, how they respond on that. So in addition to the quality of the answer or, or what the words are, you know, we're, we're, we're able to evaluate the quality of those words and expressions. You know, Absolutely. Too. And I'll also mention that the, the aim of this technology is not to replace humans. Um, the aim of, of this technology is to aid humans in making their decisions. So if I watch someone's interview um, without looking at any of, our, any of our insights, any of the data that we give, how do we feel, how do we assess that candidate that will determine how we make it our next decision? Um, this is how we've been operating, you know, traditionally we do a phone screen where it's a one-on-one -on -one phone call and then they come in face-to-face -face for a one-on-one -on -one screen. It's all very well, but we're looking at our gut feel and maybe we're ticking some boxes on a sheet, but, you know, who's saying that we woke up on the wrong side of the bed or, you know, something happened and then we jump on that phone call into that meeting um, and now we're having a terrible impression of this candidate who could be fantastic. So uh, when, you, when you have a standardized assessment, or at least some sort of data insight, it create it backs up your answer. So if you're saying this candidate is fantastic, I think they're going to be great in the role. It happens to line up with the in, with the data that the interview is giving you. Fantastic, that's good. Um, or likewise, on the on the flip side, you could say this candidate is terrible, but their data kind of looks good. You can get a second opinion from someone else who maybe hasn't, uh, you know, got those same preconceived ideas and you can benchmark your decision making off that. So I we're not making the decisions for anyone. I think that's a really good point because if you look at the way that there seems to, it almost seems like risk aversion is the name of the game anymore. You know, recruiters and they only want to make sure that they're passing along somebody to the manager that the manager is going to be happy with and further down the process it goes. Uh, however, I think because you, it's hard to get that second opinion uh, or it sounds like using uh, my interview, you're able to get that second opinion that much more efficiently without having to go through all of the time to get it. And that just helps build a better candidate experience as well as getting employees into the, the right employees into the company. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that's what it's about. It's about getting as much information as possible as you can in the shortest amount of time in the most painless uh, experience possible for both parties um, and then and then coming up with a solution that, that everyone's happy with in the organization. Um, so that that's really our, our goal here. Ira, did you hear yeah. that? Painless, I, I, lots of information. I, frictionless, yeah. And, and a short amount of time to do so. Yeah. How about uh, it? Sounds uh, familiar. So, so Benji, in, in, you know, I, I published the book two years ago, Recruiting in the Age of Googleization. It's coming out. The, the second editions, uh, it's actually in print. So either by the end of the month or next month, it'll be out there. But one of the chapters I wrote, and again, I'm in the business, and I've said this years ago to, to, um, uh, to my colleagues, um, I, you know, I, I ended up focusing my business. Uh, I've been in, I started this business 25 years ago. Uh, somewhere about 22, 23 years ago, I decided I was just going to focus on the assessments. Uh, that's it. I don't do a lot of coaching and, and OD work. I, I basically do assessments. Um, but I also saw the end, you know, I was getting a little worried because I'd like to continue working, you know, uh, as long as I can. I enjoy what I'm doing. But I saw the, 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 the current model of pre-employment testing changing. But one of, the, one of the chapters in my book is technology making pre-employment testing obsolete. 
Um, mm -hmm. That's the title of it. And you sort of answered that question. I mean, so that was only two years ago that I, that I, that I wrote that. Um, but what you're talking about today is this is a whole new way of taking that big five that's, uh, you know, a standard assessment. And, um, you know, technologies, uh, I think, is going to revolutionize that. And it's not that the assessment's going to go away, but the way we deliver it certainly is. I don't think people are going to be taking paper or digital tools and answering 100 questions uh, and, you know, uh, multiple choice or true and false and uh, being hired. You know? Absolutely. We're too impatient as a society. You know, if, you, if your website no, doesn't load within a second, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're closing off that page. It's just the, it's the nature of where we are. We're not, not going to be doing these, these long, uh, these long uh, tests anymore. Right. Yeah, no, no for and, sure. And, and that's what I love about what you guys have over there, Benji, because it's not just a video. You know, I think too many people are moving so fast that they might miss it. They might have missed it. This is about analyzing and the ability to really recognize the facial expression that somebody's offering as it matches the words they're using and their and the sum total of everything, which is, you know, like to Ira's point, super, super advanced. It seems super advanced. So, and, you know, I, I think that I, I think the word, you know, my, my word has always been convergence, that it is not necessarily, uh, there's been a video interviewing, uh, certainly Zoom, you know, Skype and, and a lot of other platforms have been around for you know, a number of years. Um, so people have that access. But now when you start applying um, uh, AI to it, uh, you know, analytics to it, um, NLP to it, um, you know, all variations of it, AI, but, um, you know, it, it changes the game. And it really does. So, does. Benji, we are, I said this is going to move crazy fast. And as usual, <laughs> I've got like two, I got another hour and a half of questions for you. Uh, but we've got like five minutes left to, to do our wrap up. And we want to, you know, make sure that people know how to reach you, uh, how they can get access to your technology. So spill the beans. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, so, so if you're interested, um, you can visit us at www.myinterview.com. Um, we have, as I mentioned, a, a free account um, that you can use. It's free forever. Um, and then the first real paid plan starts at $19 a month. So it's, it's very accessible, uh, accessible pricing. And, um, and we're there on live chat to, uh, to speak to you. We're happy to do demos. And um, we, we look forward to uh, uh, hopefully answering any more questions that anyone has. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And uh, I know you can connect with uh, you. You're on LinkedIn, so people can connect, connect, connect with you there. So I think it is a list. It's under Benjamin, right? Gilman, right? That's correct. Yeah, Benjamin under there, G I L L M A N. So correct. Excellent. Um, final question uh, I got. I don't know. Maybe Keith has another one. So um, if, if we're talking to you next December 2020, hard to believe 2020. Uh, if we're talking yeah. to you next uh, tw next December. What are we going to be talking about? What 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 HR technology or what disruptor uh, are we going to talk about other than how uh, my interview took over the world? So <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a really that's a really good question. Um, look, I, I think the trend is is going to uh, to shorter applications. To be to be uh, thank to you. completely frank, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it's it's going to be more more one click applications. Um, it's also going to be flipping itself on, it, on its head. I think the recruitment uh, industry as a whole, you know, businesses are going to have to market themselves 
um, more to candidates um, than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, not because there's a, any lack of, uh, you know, candidates looking for jobs. Um, I just think that the people are becoming more picky about the places that they apply for. So, um, so we're going to have to be doing a better job in uh, in attracting uh, people to come to come work for us, and and that that uh, that involves also opening up our own companies and uh, you know the, the biggest promoters of our of our companies our brands are our current employees so um, I think that's going to be a, a big trend coming in the in the future is uh, uh, is job employment marketing but coming from the current employees yeah and, and for right and for anybody who wants to follow that theme my article uh, on uh, rework cornerstone uh, rework uh, just came out and I won't say it I won't say what the acronym is but the ac- the uh, the title of it is is your candidate experience and the acronym is FCDD so if you want to say <laughs> that's not what it means but uh, it actually stands for frustration disappointment confusion um, or uh, frustration, confusion, disappointment, and distraction. So they're they're candid, they're um, UX huh, principles. Uh, and thanks to uh, Debbie Levitt, who was also interviewed. Uh, she was from you know she lives in Italy. That's uh, the one. Yeah, right. yeah, Debbie, <laughs> and uh, she's uh, that's that's her four horsemen of uh, bad CX. Uh, so, uh, we'll about, but there's a lot of that on uh, that's that's in my article. I'll post that uh, in there. I'll send it to you, nice. uh, Benji. So, Benji, hey, it's great fantastic. catching up with you, dude. Yeah, congratulations on all the success. Yeah, thank you so much. Great, great to chat to you both. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be me. in touch. I, I love what you're doing. Yeah. So, so Keith, um, there goes our 47th show. Uh, uh, another, uh, you know, no disappointment there. Another, another no. good one. Uh, no. no. So next week we got uh, Craig Fisher coming up from Allegis. Another, yep. uh, you know. Uh, it's uh, happy hour somewhere. Topic. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's happy hour somewhere. Craig Fisher is going to be on. Yeah, <laughs> so looking forward to that as well. So, hey, I want to thank everybody again, uh, Googleization Nation, as we're calling it. Uh, we're always interested in hearing what's on your mind. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, if you're interested in becoming a guest or a sponsor, just uh, send your thoughts our way. Uh, you can connect with link uh, on our website, geekskeezersgoogleization.com, uh, or just send uh, myself, um, Ira Wolf, or Keith Compagna. Uh, connect with us on LinkedIn and Twitter and wherever else we are. Uh, don't forget to go up to join Googleization Nation. You can do that simply by join.googleizationnation.com. Uh, what else? Oh, thanks again to our sponsors, Zor.ai and Success Performance Solutions. And don't forget, we'll be on next week, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, W4CY.com. Or you can catch any of our podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, SoundCloud, uh, you name it, we're there. Until the next episode of Geek Skeezers and Googleization, this is Ira Wolf and Keith Compagna. Don't let the shift hit your plans. 